0: Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Here's your own private therapist, anywhere, anytime, Fred Riley. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Thank you for listening to today's podcast and other previous podcasts as well. So, Counseling On Demand, we're going to talk about uh, issues related to uh, our times, related to mental health and uh, strategies tips, and so forth, for how to deal with different issues, specifically mental health, right so here we go today what we 're going to talk about uh, is uh you know uh, a few podcasts ago I uh, talked about uh, uh howard stern and, and his work through some mental health issues, and i 've done some more work, and there's uh more and more uh what do we call you know stars celebrities, whatever that are really coming up and talking about uh uh, mental health issues. And I think it's awesome. Uh, the idea is uh, kind of getting past that that image, right? The image that uh, these folks need to have. Uh, their career depends on this idea of being put together and having a certain image. And so uh, this podcast, sometimes I like to name them, this podcast is kind of like, uh, I'd call it Barbie, the rest of the story. So what we're talking about is this image that uh, we grow up with trying to you know, maybe emulate or feel like uh, if we look this way that maybe we'll feel confident and good and so forth. And uh, these uh, folks have come out to help us better understand that uh, we're all human and we all have things going on that we need to deal with. And so I have a list. I found a list of over 30 what we'd call stars or celebrities. And uh, amazing, uh, I learned a lot. So let's talk about maybe some things that we learned and uh, maybe you can identify with some of these folks um, in terms of what uh, what you're experiencing. So, you know, there's a few uh, individuals. The first one that really comes to mind, and uh, Michael Phelps, not referring to him as Barbie, right? Okay, but I want to bring Michael Phelps up for just a minute. I, I'm asthmatic, and Michael Phelps is too. And so I'm thinking, gosh, this guy, look what he does, world records, uh, Olympic records. And uh, then I read up on him some more, and uh, Michael Phelps uh shares that he's had a lifelong battle with depression, uh to the extent that he's even been in places where he's felt suicidal. So here we have uh a young man that's uh historically he's gonna be in the books for a very long time. Uh he is uh he's a machine, athletic machine. And yet uh behind closed doors he's been working through depression. And he said this about therapy. Okay, and there's something for you to think about if you're contemplating going to counseling, right? We think about that as maybe a weakness or what have you. He said about therapy, he said he found that he found strength not vulnerability through counseling. Okay, the idea is when you go to counseling you might feel vulnerable, he said, uh, kind of like Howard Stern, he said, through the things he shared, he found strength not vulnerability. Imagine an athlete sitting down with somebody right? World-renowned athlete, one of the best of all time, sitting down and being vulnerable. Imagine yourself. Maybe you feel like there's an image with the family or within the place that you work. Imagine opening up to somebody. And Michael Phelps, his message to you and and I is that he found strength uh, rather than a sense of being vulnerable. So there's Ryan Reynolds. There's a few others. But let's take a look at... uh, a few other individuals that uh, you uh, likely will know, and then just a little bit of background on what they're dealing with and their perspective. So Emma Stone, um, Emma Stone, uh, she did, I I don't follow celebrities as well as maybe I could, but Emma Stone, she's up there in terms of her, uh, you know, being recognized and so forth. Uh, I think I have a family member that may have a few posters of her, that type of thing. But uh, that's one of those gals that, as I look at a picture, I can see her being one of those that uh, maybe people feel like they need to be like. Well, uh, one of the things that she shared is that uh, she has had anxiety. I believe her mom said that uh, she had nerves outside her body, meaning that uh, Emma could feel uh, nervousness and anxiety uh, very in a very sensitive way. The air could touch her, and she would have anxiety. And one of the things that Emma Stone shares, which is really cool— is she says that um anxiety is a part of me but not who i am right if you listen to my podcast i've talked about how you don't have depression you're experiencing depression right uh you otherwise would not just go to a store and purchase depression i love how she says this this is about acceptability and i talked uh with a few clients about this today and uh, actually throughout the week the idea is Sometimes it's actually really healthy to say, okay, it's a part of my experience, but it's not who I am. That separation is really important. So here we have Emma Stone. And, uh, you know, to say these things, that's pretty, you know, uh, as an actor, actress, you share these things. um, Your image and so forth is always on the line. And if I share that I have anxiety or if I share that I have OCD or anything like that, um, is that going to get in the way of – you know, a, a job, a, a role, that type of thing. But remarkably, we're starting to see more and more individuals brave sharing more about themselves and their experience. In fact, you know, this is kind of a shameless little plug, but I I tell you what, I would be incredibly interested in having a panel, right, with these individuals and working on help, helping spread uh, more openness, right, towards identifying that identifying issues and so forth. So you and I and others can see that uh, there's much more uh, going on for others and that we're okay and uh, that ultimately uh, we're not completely judged just by the looks or what we do, especially in terms of uh, popularity and so forth. So we're going to step away for just a minute. When we come back, we're going to talk about two other uh, individuals that have shared a little bit about their history with uh, mental health, and uh, we'll go to that point and uh, and a visit on that for just a minute. All right, welcome back to Counseling on Demand. I am Fred Riley. Thank you. Uh, today, right, we're talking about. Uh, We're talking about celebrities, stars, what have you, Um, high-profile individuals, right? Uh, And kind of talking about uh, this idea of Barbie. You know, Barbie, there's even a discussion uh, this week about, I believe, a a Barbie figure that's coming out that is more shapely or whatever you want to call it. And, right, this has been an argument forever about, uh, you know, do you hand a girl a Barbie and, you know, what does that do for self-esteem as they grow up, so on and so forth, and uh, that can lead into other things like uh, personifying or needing to look like uh, all the glamour shots on Instagram or like Emma Stone or what have you. And one of the best things that's happening right now in terms of Hollywood and other celebrities is they're telling the rest of the story about Barbie in, in and that Barbie image. And uh, I tell you what, that's not a have to. It's not one of those things they have to uh, really share, but for some reason, I think that they're opening up uh, for you and for me and others to say, okay, um, there's so much more to us than just mental illness. And regardless of our status, we still experience it. So, Amanda Seafried, uh, I believe she's been in like 20 some odd movies. I just uh, Googled because I didn't know who she was, honestly. I uh, just uh, her name came up, and I, after about 20 movies or so, I quit counting. Uh, but this is a gal that uh, she has uh, talked about how she's on Lexapro. And uh, her issue is OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. And she reports having had it for several years and quite debilitating. Do you have obsessive compulsive disorder? Um, if so, or you know, regardless of the intensity of it, do you know just how much that can interrupt your life? Well, the stresses of uh, being an actress and so forth obviously can drive that OCD uh, to higher levels. So she's on Lexapro, and similar to Emma Stone, she says that she has accepted that she'll be on medication for life. Getting rid of the stigma, right? So many of my clients, when they come in, their concern is they don't they they're worried that I'm going to use the word medication with them, and then they're worried maybe you are too that you'll be on medication for life. You know, some people don't need medication. Some people need medication for a little while. And here we have Amanda Seafried saying, I'm in a place where I'll probably be on it for life. That acknowledgment right there, acceptance, not really giving in, but accepting that there's something she's experiencing that's going to require medic- medication, okay, how healthy is that? It gives her, it kind of gets rid of the stigma for herself and lets her learn and grow and, and figure out how to deal and cope with life um, rather than have it uh, take, uh, you know, take a hit to her her ego, to her appearance. So that's Amanda Seafried, And then we have Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell, um, she's, uh, I think she's 38, and she talked about uh, anxiety as well, going clear back, uh, she believes, until er- early, like 9 or 10 um, or 11. And uh Boy, I tell you what, as a parent, uh, it's hard to think of a 10 or 11-year-old, you know, experiencing anxiety and depression. Um, Kristen Bell uh, talks about this lifelong battle, but uh, she talks about it kind of like I do in terms of, hey, this is something I'm experiencing, yet I'm not going to let it get in the way. Uh, in addition to Kristen Bell, we have Adele that kind of surprised me. Adele talks about uh, several panic attacks. Do you have panic attacks? Do you have stage fright? Well, Adele does, right? You have one of those uh, presentations in front of class or work or whatever, and uh, you see Adele get on stage. Well, she describes panic attacks um, on stage, right in the middle of songs before on stage, and then after concerts. And as a matter of fact, Adele said at one point, uh, she considered canceling all tours because of her anxiety. So those are just a few folks that we maybe put on a pedestal. We see them as all put together, yet uh, they're being vulnerable and uh, sharing for you and for me the idea that despite where they're at in their career, uh, they're they're human too. We all have some experience with anxiety or depression. Most of those that I've shared with you today have been anxiety um, and uh And ultimately, anxiety can present uh, as depression over time. Anyways, just something to think about. Think about yourself, how you view yourself, and the meaning you apply to yourself because of a condition that you're experiencing. And can I put myself in a place of acceptance? Can I put myself in a place that says, hey, I'm going to figure out how to work with this, and I am not, what I ultimately say is, I am not my diagnosis. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please feel free to rate this podcast, give us feedback. We would love to hear from you. And of course, as always, please remember that you get to choose who's in your life.